grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. As we begin this devotional time, take just a few moments to enter into the holiness of God. Perhaps you're in a place where you can sit calmly, or maybe you can light candles, or perhaps you find yourself on the go. Wherever you find yourself this day, take just a moment to step away from the busyness and distraction of the day. Take just a moment to listen to the sound of your own breathing. Breathe in and hold the gift of God's Spirit there. Then breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Each time you breathe in, notice how God blesses you with each breath. And each time you breathe out, notice how that blessing of God is also for the whole world. Breathe in and breathe out. As we begin this time of Advent devotion, No matter what's going on in the world today or in your own life, know that this day, now, in this moment, you join with Anna, Simeon, Zechariah, and all God's people in being a recipient of God's tender mercies, dawning from on high, giving light to you when you sit in darkness, and guiding your feet into the way of peace. On December 5th, we read together the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And today we have three brief focus readings. The first being Luke chapter 5, verses 12 and 13, followed by chapter 5, verses 17b to 20, and concluding with Luke chapter 5, verses 27 and 28. Once when he was in one of the cities, there was a man covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. Then Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him, and said, I do choose, be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Just then, some men came, carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus, but finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven you. After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and left everything and followed him. In yesterday's devotional, we reflected on Jesus' first sermon in his hometown synagogue. It was brief, to the point, announcing the year of the Lord's favor, Jubilee. Literally the start of Jesus' work to bring a new creation that unites heaven and earth. 
It was a sermon begun in the last chapter, and now it is a sermon continued today. Just like the creation story in Genesis, when the word is spoken, action leaps into being. So the sounds of this new creation, construction, are heard in each of today's brief focus stories. Have you ever built anything? Oftentimes the first step in building something is some destruction. Land must be cleared and leveled to build a house. A room must be gutted before it can be renovated. Old buildings must be demolished for new ones to reach heavenward. The same is true for Jesus and his work of new creation. Some destruction must precede the building. We're really good at putting up walls. So accustomed are we to sectioning ourselves off from one another, we often don't see it. There are parts of towns we're not supposed to go to, places where we say others don't belong and more. We have insiders and outsiders, good and bad, right and wrong, and the list could go on. I'd like to invite you this day to consider the barriers you put up between yourself and your people and others. Don't say, oh, I don't do that. Yes, you do. They're there. And if you can't see them, look a little bit harder. These barriers were present in each of our three stories today. The first was a leper, someone with a skin disease that made him unclean. He had to stay separated from the rest of the community. And if anyone should come near, he had to shout, unclean, 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 so that they could keep their distance. Imagine how isolating and depressing that would be. Yet he comes to Jesus and asks to be made clean. And Jesus does something remarkable. He reaches out his hand and touches him. He breaks that barrier that for so long had kept this man alone and makes him a son of this new creation. Then we meet a man who's paralyzed. So much of the world is walled off for him. But he has friends, and those friends bring him to Jesus. Only they can't get in. People in a house are keeping them out. But this new work of creation from Jesus is already spreading far and wide. His light is enlivening new growth, new life, new action. And these friends join in that destructive work of creation. They tear up the ceiling of the house, removing the barrier so their friend and Jesus can be together. And like that, new children are made for this new creation. Our last story introduces us to yet another walled-off person. Society has constructed walls around him, and in all honesty, he's built some walls of his own. This one is named. He's Levi, also called Matthew elsewhere. He's a tax collector, and tax collectors weren't very well liked. They were Jewish like those around them, but they worked with the Romans to extort money from their friends, their family, and their neighbors. And often they didn't figure their taxes right and tacked on extra so they could line their own pockets. So the community didn't want much to do with him. And this tax collector probably didn't want to do much with them either, instead preferring his money. Yet Jesus wants this man. He talks to him something others wouldn't do if they didn't have to. He talks to him and he invites him to be one of his closest friends. 
and the refrain continues. A new child for this new creation beyond the walls that we built. To close, I'd like to wonder with you for a bit. There's a famous Renaissance painting, The Call of Matthew by Caravaggio. The feature that's always stood out to me is that while Jesus is calling him, Matthew has his hand on his money. It's as if there's this moment where all is laid bare. Will I follow Jesus beyond the walls? Or will I stay in my gilded cage? While we know he chose to follow Jesus, I'd like for us to dwell in this moment right now. That place between a life inside the walls and a life beyond them. With Jesus on the ongoing construction of this new creation. Be in that moment right now. What walls and barriers has the world put up around you? Which ones have you put up? What needs to be torn down so that you may be closer to Jesus and your neighbor? Is it money? Addiction? Prejudice? Ignorance? Self-absorption? Or something else? What for you needs to come down so that growth in Jesus can happen? Would you pray with me? Lord, we do not always rush to do your will. Often we tiptoe our way into obedience, dragging old habits and mindsets with us. Help us to delight at your voice and to trust that your calling is always good news. Amen.